you're listening to the Wilder Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Dupree, mama, musician, health coach, and vintage curator living in Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been, I would say, if I had to guess, eight months? I'm not sure. I did. I do know that I recorded a few episodes in 2018. I know I did my mom, my friend Jess, Bryn Hunt Palmer of The Birth Hour, but I'm not sure if I did anything else. Honestly, it has just been such a crazy year, and I've gotten swept up in a few other projects, a few other ventures, and honestly, my lifestyle is not super consistent when it comes to setting recording times, this, that, and the other. So, hello, I'm back. I've been wanting to record a podcast episode for so long. We moved our studio room, so our computer and our desk used to be in our bedroom, um, and we moved it to the guest room, and in the move, all of our microphones got packed up. So, I'm using my iPhone headset right now, um, just my headphones, and that microphone, so it's not the highest quality. I've been wanting to share my journey with what I can only assume is postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. Now, I'm going to tread lightly on this topic because I'm not, I have not been properly, formally diagnosed with either one. Well, I've been diagnosed with postpartum anxiety because I struggled with general anxiety and panic attacks in my past. And during the postpartum period, I definitely received a good amount of that back. But this is the first time in my life that I've struggled with actual like depression symptoms. And it's been a really strange season for me. And I would like to share my experience Um, I definitely think that every experience is going to be different. And I know that when you look up the symptoms of postpartum depression, you find a bunch of like scary symptoms (laughs) that more like lean towards postpartum psychosis, like the thoughts of harming yourself or your baby, like actually like killing your child. Like that kind of thing is not typically common. Um, And it's definitely not something that I've struggled with. Not to judge if that's something you've struggled with at all. I'm just saying there's like a huge array of symptoms um, when it comes to these two specific, you know, problems. So for me, these things have manifested so differently. Anxiety, depression. Depression is just such a new thing for me that it's like, so crazy. I really noticed it whenever it was coming on. And right now, currently, I don't feel like I'm having a hard time. I feel really encouraged and really just bright and inspired. And, um, I'm not feeling too overwhelmed at all, but I'd say like a month ago, a few weeks ago, I definitely, it was probably like a month ago. I was just in a really negative space and I wouldn't say that I was like depressed, but I was having like very helpless and hopeless and just like really not positive thoughts, like really, really hard thoughts. And I was actually in a really stressful relationship with a friend that was really easy for me to channel a lot of my 
you know, energy and a lot of my giving into. And it was a relationship that I felt like was keeping me kind of stuck. And um, I did speak up for what I needed in the relationship and honestly just protected my energy, which is something I feel like we hear, like I'm putting my hands on my face because like I feel like we hear this whole protect your energy you don't owe anybody anything kind of mindset. And I'm just going to say right now, as healthy as that, I'm sure that is, and as freeing as it is to be like, you don't owe anybody anything, just live your life. Whew, that is so much easier said than done. Um, hello. Like, has anybody had friends or family like in their entire life? Like you can't just be like, oh yeah, sorry. Well, you can, but it's freaking so so hard to be like oh yeah sorry I just need space right now because I'm overwhelmed by our relationship it's not your fault it's just my coping mechanisms are not react like reacting fast enough like I am just taking on your issues and I am not good at protecting my own energy I cannot preserve my happiness when I'm taking on your stress constantly so back to when I was struggling with these thoughts, I don't really want to go into like the exact like thought patterns because they're just so rapid. Like I would say my brain kind of tends to race and I have, and then I end up getting very little done and I feel very overwhelmed. Um, but I will say that like in a relationship and like setting, whether it was my friend or my like husband, like my partner, Colin, my husband, there was just so much, like, we were fighting. I feel like every time we would fight, I would just, like, retract and be like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be in this house. I don't want this to be my life. Like, this is, this cannot be my life. It's like, I feel on a daily level, like, dread and hate and how much I hate my life. Even though I know it's great. And then I feel guilty because I know my life is great. And he heard me and he was like, that's really hard to hear. Like, I'm really sorry you're dealing with that. And we've had these conversations in the past, throughout the years, honestly, not even just with a baby, where I'm like, I need support here, 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 here. And you just like expect your partner or your friend to like know that. And as intuitive and aware as they may be about you, sometimes you just have to communicate and tell them what exactly it is that you need. I'm sure with all partners and people, it can be easy to just like in times of crisis, they pay attention. And then as time goes on and on and on, they think things have gotten better and they just like, you know, let it go. Like hopefully they feel better. Hopefully they feel back to normal and you don't talk about it anymore. And so that's kind of what our dynamic is like. And it's something that we're working on because things don't just stop being hard you know if things get better eventually you're going to find a new normal and you're going to find new things to stress about and um I've talked about this on Instagram before I get really like self-conscious about complaining and I have a hard time accepting that my life is hard um because I don't have like a completely shit life like I have a nice life and I have a house I don't own my house but I, I rent and I have a house, and I have dogs, and I have a husband, and I have a baby, and we are comfortable. We, you know, we have debt, but we're working to pay it off. We were born to 
you know, Caucasian parents. We were given certain opportunities. Um, and I don't have like the worst life ever. And I don't suffer the way some people suffer and, you know, become sick and die in other underdeveloped parts of the, of the world. And honestly, that is how I feel when I think about like, my life is not hard. You can get through this get over it. Like people have it so much worse than you. And you're just like, who are, who is that? Like, come on, who is that in my brain telling me these things? Like that is just like, what part of Carson is that? It's so dark and it's such, she's such a bully and it really brings me down. The empathy that I have for others, I don't have for myself easily at all. And So it's like funny because I do not allow myself to feel bad for myself or feel anything for myself whenever I'm struggling. And I think that you can, some of you at least can probably really relate. So yeah, I just push through and keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until I'm screaming in the kitchen that I hate my life, you know? Anyway, so I recently heard somebody say that everything is relative and you've only ever known your life. So when things get hard, perspective is important, yes, but feeling your trauma, moving through it, is also important. I didn't have a traumatic birth and motherhood itself is not traumatic at all for me, but it is just like a shock to the system and things are always on high, like freaking emotions, freaking stress, everything is on high all the time. I just feel like, I mean, as much as I need to do personal growth, like I honestly still was not feeling like I had the emotional support. I didn't have it from the friendship that I was pouring everything into. I didn't have it there. There wasn't room for me in that relationship. There was just room for, you know, comforting and being there for that person, which is what they needed. And, you know, that's okay. But for me, it was just, I had nowhere to turn. You know, you can talk to your family, you can talk to your parents, you can talk to your friends from back home. At least I can, but it's like, I just don't have that relationship within anyone really besides it's, this is what is weird <laughs> besides my partner. And then I'm, I'm good at sharing things publicly and holding space for other people to share their feelings. I don't know what that tells me about who I am. Um, I did decide that there were a few things in my life that needed to change. And one was my consumption of social media. I decided that all of this energy that I was using, either watching TV or pouring into social media, like as in not pouring in, like giving towards, but taking out of social media and, um, just kind of sitting around or working out or anything. It was just all my whole life was just this weird daily, like literally hustle of trying to get everything done without really getting anything done. So I decided to buy a planner and and it's just like changed my life. I decided to use this instead of my phone, write down everything. I also have a separate journal that I was just like, I started just journaling, journaling, journaling. I would journal like my insecurities, journal kind of what I think would make better, make my life better, journal manifesting like basically prayers and things that I wanted to bring into my life. Um, so just expressing myself, being a little bit more structured and getting more done, um, focusing, kind of digging more into this job that I'm working here and giving them a little bit more of my time. Also just like honing in and sharing more authentic message, many more authentic messages with, um, my Instagram following, just knowing where it feels comfortable to share and what feels comfortable to share 
And for me, honestly, like what feels the most comfortable to share is kind of more of the more overarching themes of my life and the struggles that I go through. Um, but also inspire them to be, inspire you to be, you know, more environmentally conscious and, um, just be aware of that kind of stuff. I need to balance out kind of this more negative stuff with things that are kind of upsides or things you can do that are good for the environment or things you can do that are good for anxiety and depression and things like that. And like I said, I don't take anxiety and depression lightly. I've dealt with anxiety my basically my whole life, but like very seriously since I was 17. So that is something that I'm kind of on top of. I'm always learning, but something that I've been dealing with, but this, this like feeling of helplessness, this like dark looming cloud over the rest of my life, like that, the depression type feeling is something that has been new to me. And, um, there are a few things that besides the journaling and stuff that I did cut out of my diet and like I was taking melatonin and that can, that can actually, in people that don't have like improper levels of melatonin, if you take too much, it can impact your mood. And so I stopped taking that and I honestly, that's helped so much. I started taking CBD, um, which has helped me. I feel like I'm just rambling on right now. Um, but you know what? I'm going to own it because this is a personal update podcast episode. I am sharing with you what's been going on with me on a deeper level. So this is actually really me, um, being honest, not complaining, just sharing my story and what it has looked like for me. And it's been like, if you think that maybe possibly you're struggling with postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression, and I can't speak to anybody that isn't in the postpartum period really because that's just what I know the most about when it comes to my own situation. Um, My doctor did mention that it takes three years on average for, or it can take up, I guess it can take up to three years for your hormones to go back to normal um, after having a baby and they might not ever go back to normal. So I'm constantly on my blood work and I get it checked like every like three or four months because I'm just really, like I said, I'm really sensitive and I've had thyroid and, um, other deficiencies in the past. I'm really well right now. All of my levels are great. Everything's amazing. Um, but I am still dealing with situational stress and I'm also starting to wean Phoenix, um, down to three feeds a day. And then eventually I would like to do two. And then eventually I would like to do one. Taking it slow, but we're down to three feedings right now. I did get a plug duct over the weekend, so that was hard. When you are weaning your child, you can experience a huge, huge jump and drop in a lot of your hormones. Especially if you're like weaning for a few days, like he's down to like two or three feedings. And then he wants to nurse like 10 times in one day. Your body's getting a bunch of different mixed signals and you can expect to feel a little insane because oxytocin is the hormone that's released when you're breastfeeding. That's the hormone that allows your milk to flow and your body, that becomes your new normal whenever you're getting this dose of oxytocin, dose of oxytocin. And though some women breastfeed all day and still feel a little depressed, it's your body's still getting that whether you feel like an oxytocin rush or not. So you're definitely going to have a dip in oxytocin. You're definitely going to have some different levels messing up, messing you up. Um, so it's something that I've been aware of before I even started this process. And 
Um, I've been really trying to pay attention, but I definitely still have been affected by this. Focusing on the situational things that I can control and then working on the meditation and working on the manifestation, working on the more emotional and mental side of things. And honestly, I'm curious and would like to work on developing a more spiritual um, attachment and appreciation to life that is that goes beyond just like my day-to-day life, the connection that I have with animals, the connection that I have with my baby, the connection that I have with my husband and my family, and just kind of like being more connected to myself. And I know that I feel like influencers, quote, and people who have podcasts, people that like to hear themselves talk, people that like to take like pictures taken of themselves, celebrities, like just people that have more of a public persona are perceived as these people that are full of themselves, like myself included. But I don't think that that's the case in a lot of cases. I think that having an external validation from people, whether you are aware of it or not, can be um, really powerful and can make you feel really good. Um, and relying less on that and relying more on how you can feel good on the inside and how you can, you know, work through things for yourself and not for anyone else can be really powerful. So I've been working on that. Just wanted to say hello and I'm here and this is what I've been dealing with. This is what I've been struggling with. And I, would like to move past this, but I also want to share my story with you if this is something you've been dealing with. Um, let's see. Recommendations. I would like to give a few just recommendations that I'm loving in my life. Lately, we watched The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I would say we watched that a few weeks ago. And that was based on a comic book by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. And if you are 25 years old like me, then you probably loved him at some point when you were young. I loved him so much and I loved My Chemical Romance and I didn't know when I watched Umbrella Academy that it was his show. And I also love Ellen Page so much. Again, if you're 25, then you probably saw Juno when you were like 12 and you thought it was the funniest movie ever. Um, anyway, so I love kind of the merge of that. For me, it was so good and I really liked it. The, the show itself. Um, also, The Bachelor. Oh my gosh. So, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I actually had a friend, not a friend, I'm sorry, a follower, slide into my DMs and tell me that she knew the winner. And I was like, well, you have to tell me. Because I was watching it like a month ago. And she was like, Cassie wins. <laughs> I was like, what? So, I had a spoiler a while ago. And I love spoilers. Anyway, so now I follow Bachelor spoilers, and I know everything that's going to happen. Like, I knew Hannah B. was going to be the Bachelorette because they posted all of this stuff, and I just love that stuff. I love spoilers. I don't know. I love it. Colin hates them, but I love them. So if you are into spoilers, that's another recommendation is Bachelor spoilers on Instagram. Um, Another recommendation I will add would be to creating your own um, inspiration, like, daily intention cards. And so what I've done is I've just taken like a piece of, honestly, like a piece of junk mail because I get so much stupid junk mail and I recycle everything. But instead of like using a a brand new white piece of paper, I just like got like a a piece of paper from my junk mail. And um, I I Googled, you know, like inspirational mantras and affirmations and 
um, intentions, daily intention, angel cards. You can just look into all of that. But I basically made a list, cut them out, put them in a bowl, and I picked one every single day. And um, I just started picking them and taking them out. But mine today is light, is my word, light. And honestly, that is not something that I would have written down <laughs> on my own. So that must have been something that I saw on an angel card. But typically, I write it down in my journal and then I like write a couple bullets of like what that can mean for me. And I keep looking at it throughout the day in my planner. I put it in my planner and I'm like, what light? <laughs> so I try to stay, I guess today I'm going to try to stay light. I was thinking I could like view myself as light instead of viewing myself as heavy <laughs> because I tend to view myself as heavy and not just like physically, not just like my body is heavy, but like my emotions are kind of heavy. I'm busy. Those are all heavy, heavy things everything I'm trying to think light or I guess that can be dark like if I'm feeling dark trying to feel light or trying to feel where there is light or where can I find it in my day see the light appreciate the light go into the light I don't know but um light is my word today and I I really recommend doing that and another thing I recommend <laughs> is trying to make your own clothes I also wrote a blog post last week about um thrifting and some tips for shopping secondhand and reasons why you might consider shopping secondhand and that's on my blog blissbranch.com um i do say in that blog post i kind of touch on the concept of thrifting as a hobby is a very privileged position to be in and i am aware of that um, but as bliss branch stands it is a space to inspire other people to to make better choices I don't know to I do know actually I don't want to say I don't know I do know I'm very passionate about encouraging people to not buy new fast fashion and just to encourage them to maybe look at their local thrift stores or look at online curated shops so that they can be inspired or if they don't have the time and they do have the resources to spend a little bit more money than just buying from curated shops but I don't think that like the fact that I have a curated shop on the internet should mean that I'm afraid of people buying their own vintage or buying thrifting their own clothes you know doing the work like doing the shopping I don't care I want you guys to do that this is this is the whole point it's just inspiring you to be a little bit more, you know, conscious and making those decisions for yourself. So that has been the shop update of the month is honestly just sharing with you guys tips and tricks on how to thrift what you want. Uh, those are my recommendations. Basically thrift, read my blog post if you want to know the tips that I use. And if you really don't want to thrift yourself, check out my shop. That's kind of, I guess, the sponsor of this episode is myself. Um, I have an online curated vintage shop. If you want like, to check it out, I would be so pumped. Um, and, you know, I just love you guys. Thank you for listening to this. This is kind of just me being me and having a conversation with friends, what it feels like. And it feels good to be back.